everyone's always telling you to think outside the box. And he challenges that and says, you need to create a box and then think within that box. And everything you do, it really aligns with your vision and your values and everything that you do adheres to that vision and you don't deviate uh, from, from that box. Hey guys, welcome to You've Changed. My name is Victoria, and in today's episode, I'm talking with Nuria Madrenas. Nuria is the founder of Market Gallery, which is a platform specifically dedicated to the works of female artists. So she's brought on artists from all around the world, and Market is a platform where they can sell their prints. It's really cool. It came from the problem that I think it's about 2% or less of art sold around the world are produced by women. So she wanted to help solve that problem by giving female artists a platform to sell. Um, If you don't know, I'm an illustrator on the side and so I sell my my work through Market. And I think it's awesome. There's so many awesome prints up there, so many cool artists to check out. So I would encourage you to check it out. And before we jump into it, I just feel like I can't not address the social climate right now um it's st patrick's day 2020 and it's a super weird time right now Uh, i came home from new york to my parents this weekend for my sister's baby shower and i didn't go back (laughs) i had my flight planned for sunday night to go back to new york but because of the covid19 outbreak i ended up canceling my flight and i'm just self-isolating here at my parents for now um but it's working everyone has to work from home anyway so just working from here and Canada has shut its borders most people are in quarantine which sounds so crazy imagine if someone told you this would happen a year ago I'd be like in complete disbelief it for sure feels like the most monumental thing to happen in my 25 years of living So, yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I do feel like we can get through this. We need to just be responsible and um, stay home, take care of people. Something I'm trying to do is, while I have these evenings to myself after work, can't go see friends, I should use that time to be creating and I shouldn't spend more time on social media than I am producing my own work. So that's my piece of advice to myself. Do what you wish with it. And let's get into the episode. Do you want to start by just giving a rundown of who you are and what it is you do? Yeah. Um, So I am Nuria Madrenis. I'm the founder of Market, which is an e-commerce platform dedicated to works by female artists. So we have um, an online a website dedicated to or that sells originals framed prints and limited edition prints as well so it's a selection of art by um female artists from across the globe yeah that's super cool i love that you have such an intentional mission to it when did that kind of come to fruition when did you decide that that was something you were passionate about changing Mm -hmm. Um, so I am an illustrator myself. I started illustrating around three years ago 
And upon sharing my work just through Instagram and with close friends and family, people had always been encouraging me to sell my work. And then I had done some research on where I could potentially sell. And there was no platform that really stood out to me. Um, they were either you know, dedicated to like a catch-all term being makers, and it was a super oversaturated, um, a super oversaturated market, or uh, they were platforms that were dedicated exclusively to art, but but only gave a mere two to ten percent back to the artist, mm -hmm. which was not which was not too appealing for me. And I figured, you know, if there's no platform out there, then why don't I just create one? And I had connected with a few local artists because um, I I come from the marketing and communication space, and I had partnered with a lot of artists on brand campaigns, um, and so I. I had these existing connections and I reached out to them and realized that they were also experiencing the same pain points. And so then I decided, um, did a little bit of more research and realized that there was a massive misrepresentation of female artists. And so I figured that we would really hone in on that, um, on on that portion of the industry to make it, you know, quite niche and quite um, targeted to a specific demographic. And uh, it's something that I kind of ensure that everything we do really resonates with myself and then, um, and also will resonate with our demographic. Yeah, I definitely felt the same pain points you're explaining. Like I find all the places online that you can sell your prints like the the main main one I think that comes to mind is Society Six. Mm -hmm. It's like it's so hard to actually make money exactly. off. Exactly. I also like on those platforms. There's really no element of discoverability. Like mm, exactly, you have to be leading your audience to that platform to purchase your work. Mm -hmm. Because while they attempt, they do make they do. Um, make an effort to support you and to get your work discovered. But the reality is when thousands of people are selling their work, it's really difficult as an artist to get discovered by a new audience. So I think exactly. that this platform really allows artists to also get discovered. Um, and, and yeah, not even just from purchasing their work off of our website, but artists get discovered and then secure a brand deal with a really great, um, with a really great company. Yeah, totally. Completely. So is there anyone helping you with this? I feel like it's such a huge thing to take on. And I'm curious if there's anyone helping you behind the scenes. So no, it's just been myself. Oh my gosh. Um, good for every, you. Since kind of, thank you. Since, um, yeah, from the whole, so I kind of started been in the ideation phase probably about a year before I had launched the business. And um, yeah, from the beginning, it was just myself uh, from coming up with the concept to, um, to handling everything from financing it, to creating a website, to branding it, um, doing outreach, creating the artist dealer agreements, all of that kind of stuff has just been me. I have, a, of course, like a great 
support system that provides like the moral support when I have like a weekly mental breakdown. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, other than that, it's just been me. And um, yeah, I mean, I have such great friends though, and and my boyfriend and everything that helps me like pack orders and do all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But nobody else is officially involved in the business. Wow, that's amazing. Good for you. I'm sure that's so much work. So even like, for instance, the website and stuff like that, did you just kind of figure out how to build it or did you get help with yeah, that? Yeah, I just figured out um, how to how to build it. Uh, it was great because once you kind of get the hang of it, um, it was pretty easy to navigate and um, I was able to figure out how to create it. There's all these really great um, tools now like Squarespace and, um, and Shopify that allow you or enable you to really create your, uh, your online uh, website, your website. Obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. There's so, so many user-friendly options out there nowadays that it's just like mm -hmm. 10 years ago versus now it's night and day exactly exactly yeah, it's like amazing. It's so crazy thinking about like starting anything yeah any sort of website back then it was like you really had to like be very well versed in coding and like all of that stuff like this is like you pick a template and you kind of just run with it mm -hmm. um, there's yeah. definitely there's definitely challenges still but it's definitely a lot easier yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's very motivating for people because like really anyone with a laptop nowadays could start exactly. a business if they, if they want to. You can start with something so basic and then you, grow from there. You'll figure exactly. it out. If you put your mind to it and yeah, you can really just make it happen. Mm -hmm. So what would you say have been some of the challenges or obstacles you've had to deal with that you had to yeah just kind of navigate and figure out on your own? Yeah. Um, oh, so many I bet um, <laughs> even um, like I can imagine it just from my even personal experience like finding the right printers and just yeah stuff exactly like that kind like, of a nightmare. I really wanted to find the right kind of partners in that sense my mm -hmm. printer I wanted obviously it to be cost effective but also people that I have good relationships with and that will will print high quality and um, and a quick turnaround time. Mm -hmm. So there's all these different factors that came into play when choosing my printer as well as my framer. That was kind of a, a, a big process because I wanted to make sure that it was um, extremely, extremely good quality. I wanted it to be, you know, natural wood frames um, that were that were handmade locally. I partner with a female uh, business owner here in, in Toronto to produce the frames. She imports all the wood from Italy and she's like amazing. She turns around frames in like a day. So, awesome. it, but of course it's challenging to find that initially. Uh, and then one thing that was actually very challenging was figuring out how to finance it because um, I, what I didn't, have any financial support from anybody and so it was either uh, dip into my savings and um and and have it come like from kind of personal finances or uh apply for a small business loan which is what i ended up doing and that was that was a very challenging process because i had to really put together a very comprehensive business plan and financial plan and um and then 
go to the bank and, and figure out how all of that was going to uh, work in the timelines associated with it because I wanted to launch on a specific day because I had done a PR gifting uh, to launch the business, which was around the holiday season. So all of the stuff leading up to that. But um, it was actually funny on when I had gone to the bank uh, in kind of maybe my third or fourth meeting there, they had, I had been connected with a business specialist um, from the from the bank that I use. And I told him all about the business and we were talking about it. And at the end, he had actually told me that his wife was a female artist who was selling on a competitive platform. No way. Um, and so it was just, it was oh, so funny. funny. It was like yeah. Such a moment because yeah. I'm like, how, how is this even? It was so meant to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, very. I think it's cool because, correct me if I'm wrong, but your background and what you like you still have a nine-to-five job right and you're in PR yeah yeah I do I think that's cool that you can kind of cross over like me personally my day job lets like helps me do what I like to do on the side and it's funny that kind of crosses over and you can you can do those things so you feel like your experience in PR is really helping you if like for sure I feel like I feel like that has been everything in in um, enabling me to do this because I think that really like anything, when you're building any sort of brand, it's really in the way that you market it and the way that you communicate that brand identity that's really going to either resonate with people or not and succeed or not. And, And so I really, the reason that I love working in PR and marketing is because I've always loved building brands and this is so running my own business has allowed me to do that and have it be entirely my own. Do you feel like this experience, like obviously you had obstacles from a business perspective and things you had to overcome. Do you feel like it's made you grow or change on a personal level in any way? Mm -hmm. For sure. I think I'm, I mean, for starters, I have such a newfound respect for like any sort of, entrepreneur like even when people try and belittle girls coming out of university and starting a swimsuit line like I'm like it is still so much work and you have no idea until you've done it so I think I really have developed that newfound um, respect and then I think it's also really allowed me to develop um, an, an enhanced sense of integrity not to say I didn't have that before but I think everything I do now, I think of it as, as if it were my business, you know, whether it be a personal or professional obstacle, I'm like, okay, well, what would I do if it was my business? And, um, and it really allows me to approach everything in a way that's like, okay, I need to be, you know, a hundred percent, um, genuine, a hundred percent, like back my, my ideas and my opinion, Mm -hmm. because, um, that's really the only way that like that's the only way that I would run my business and really the only way that I should be approaching like personal relationships and anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Did you have any particular fears when it actually, when everything started? Yes, absolutely. I did have fears, fears that it wouldn't, it, it, people wouldn't connect with the idea. People wouldn't understand it. Fears that people would kind of like make fun of me. Fears that people would um, like 
almost fears that I would get backlash on the fact that it's only uh, for female artists. Uh, and then fears that nothing would sell. Like I honestly was like, what if I launch and I go, you know, a month and I don't sell anything. And that was, that was like really terrifying. But, um, but I just kept telling myself like there, what, what would be worse doing it and then, you know, experiencing all those things. Like if it didn't, if people didn't, didn't like the brand, if people didn't buy, if people, you know, whatever, or a year from now thinking, oh my God, I never launched that business that like I poured my heart and soul into. Yeah. Yeah. That is way worse than, than any challenge I've gone through so far. Yeah. I'm such a firm believer that it, it's way better to do it and fail because either mm-hmm. way you're going to learn something. If it's successful, exactly. amazing. If it, if you fail, like you're going to figure out what not to do next time. So if you just don't even try, then you're not going to learn at all. So I completely yeah, agree with that. Exactly. And I think like it'll be a great experience. I mean, we're, I'm only three months in from the launch of the business, but if I, if it does fail and, or I do decide to pivot, maybe the concept, it becomes something else or it becomes more broad or it becomes more specific or whatever, it'll be such a great learning opportunity. And, you know, who knows, maybe this won't be the last company that I create and I'll go on to do something else. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting to think of that. Um, What advice would you give to someone if they wanted to start their own e-commerce business? Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of twofold, I would, anybody who's looking to start a business in general, I love this piece of advice that's, um, by one of my favorite artists. His name is Donald Robertson. He's Canadian and probably know him. He's like a big fashion illustrator. Um, he now lives in, in LA. Um, and yes, it's a male. So like, you know, full disclosure, <laughs> Um, I have favorite female artists too, though, of course. Um, but he he says, you really need to, everyone's always telling you to think outside the box. And he challenges that and says, you need to create a box and then think within that box. And everything you do, it really aligns with your vision and your values and everything that you do adheres to that vision and you don't deviate uh, from, from that box. And I think that that is really smart, especially as creatives, we are like so stimulated and we, you know, you think like, Oh, that's cool. I'd love to do that. And Oh my God, maybe that partnership would be cool for my business. Or like someone's reaching out to me to do this. Like I have to do it. And then it's like, well, but does it really align with like your end game and the the message that you're trying to communicate? Because if it doesn't, then that can do more harm than good. And um, so I really do, I like that piece of advice uh, just in general for businesses. But then I think e-commerce specifically, you really need to leverage and and lean on your digital channels because that's how your business came to be in, in the first place and it lives online. So to leverage other digital channels like you, like social media and um, you know, even, even depending on your business concept, if it's, if it's um, influencer marketing or um, press gifting or things that you know are going to secure some really great social coverage, because that will allow you to very easily 
direct everybody back to your website because there's like a, a kind of like linear customer journey there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think of course, like that really, that supports the in real life activations that you also plan to do. But I think it's really important to do, to uh, focus on digital also, because when you're just starting out, your digital channels are like usually free. So you might as well use that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. That was Great advice. I like that you gave a kind of metaphorical quote and then you did really tangible advice. <laughs> but yeah, the, the first one, yeah. the first quote you explained about being in the box, I think that's, yeah, such a good point because it's so hard not to just be all over the place and to keep mm-hmm. a really focused vision about what you want. And I think sometimes, especially entrepreneurial people want to do so much. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just be like, okay, one thing at a time, like see your focus. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. So like you said, you work nine to five as well, or, you know, a day job. Yeah. How do you structure your time between everything? Cause you also create your own art. So you're mm-hmm. running this business, doing your illustrations and working. How yeah. do you manage that? Um, it's really, it's definitely hard. I think that I've kind of compromised my social life a little bit, not going to lie, but, um, it's, it's really just about, I mean, one thing that I do, again, like a tangible piece of advice is um, I keep a running note on my phone that is my to-do list that's broken up daily. And it literally, like, I'm not kidding, tells me like when I need to wash my hair. So it's like, you get up, you pack your lunch, you go to work, you come home, you work out, you um, upload new new art to the site, you pack this order, you go to Canada Post, wash your hair, shave your legs. Like, it's like every little <laughs> thing I need to do, like empty the dishwasher, like everything. And like, it, it feels really good to like delete everything, like kind of like check it off, so to speak, because then you, you just feel like you've really accomplished something. Like at the end of the day, once I've like deleted everything from my note for that day, I'm like, oh my Yes. So I keep myself organized in that way. But um, I also think that, you know, you really make time for things that you love. And I'll get up early morning and work on my business and then come home late at night and work on my business. And then illustration, I really find time when it's because to me, I still like to just look at that as my hobby and Mm -hmm. not something that I really try and monetize all that much. I do sell my art on market and um, upon request and for commissions and stuff. But I, I really try and view it as my hobby. So I do it like while I'm watching TV or like while I'm, you know, like on a train or a plane or whatever, like, because, um, yeah, I just, I, I do that whenever I do, ha- when I can find the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so similar in what you just described. Like I have a running to-do list with check boxes and I, when I check it, I don't delete it. I just want to see how much I've oh physically done. So <laughs> it feels good. so good. You can like, it you feel so like good. you're progressing because you can see everything you've accomplished that day, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what's the next big change coming up for you? Like what's the next big step or thing that you're gonna take on um I think so kind of as I had sort of hinted before like potentially restructuring 
my business in a way that just because it's been three months since we've launched and we've received some great feedback from customers and from uh, followers of the brand. And I think that there'll definitely be a change um, within the next while that will, will um, impact the business in a, in a positive way. So definitely that. And, um, and then just continuing to like my nine to five job is also something that's uh, really quite demanding. And we um, were actually undergoing a huge um, US expansion in the next in the next year, two years, five years. Uh, so that will be that will be a huge kind of piece of my life. So as that ramps up and as I'm also looking to um, to grow my business, I think working on those two in tandem will be um, like even more difficult than ever before. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you'll you'll kill it. It'll be great. Thank you. <laughs> um, and now to get deep. If your younger self could see you now, what would she say to you? God, crazy. Um, You know, I think that she would be very proud. Definitely, like, so it's, I, I, I did choose an unpredictable career path. Like when I was younger, I definitely thought I was gonna be like a doctor or a teacher or something a little bit more conventional. Um, so she'd probably be very surprised, but I think that she would be happy with where I'm at. And, um, and I think it's, it would be interesting, actually, I always think it'd be interesting to look at myself from kind of the outside. Cause I think for me, I always feel like I'm not doing enough and I need to be doing more and, um, and I I sometimes don't look at my life in context, like, okay, I'm 25, I'm, you know, doing what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm doing okay. You just need to like, chill the fuck out. Can I totally? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so I think that I do think that she would be pleased. Yeah, I have been feeling that exact thing you're describing lately. I've been thinking about it a lot. Like it's so hard to strike a balance between feeling like you're doing enough, but also like accepting and being proud of what you've done. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard to be in the middle because you want to feel like you're constantly striving for more and growing and open to change, but also like you need to take a minute to be like, shit, I've worked yeah. really hard. <laughs> exactly. And I think as ambitious people, we're always going to be thinking about about that next step. Like mm-hmm. even when I was in university and I would secure an internship, I'd be thinking of like, okay, how can I get promoted or what's my next internship or, you know, but you really do need to just like take a step back and, and appreciate everything for what it is. Cause before you know it, like it's gone and then you're on to the next and then you wish you had really um, taken in that moment more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope this doesn't sound off topic because I'm thinking about it in context of what we're talking about, but I listened, I think it was to a podcast or maybe I read it somewhere, but someone was talking about how anxiety often comes from like, like worrying about the future or just people who think about the future a lot. So people that are determined and really hard workers, 
you know, they're ambitious. They're constantly thinking about the future. So I think you're really prone to that anxiety. And but it's also a good thing to be thinking forward and planning and stuff like that. But if you can kind of find that balance where you're like thinking ahead, but you can also embrace the moment and be in the now, I think that's like the sweet spot. Yeah, exactly. Like it's thinking ahead, hard. but not fearing the future and mm-hmm. what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being able to like bask in the moment sometimes mm-hmm. when you need to, you know? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you were talking about what your younger self would, would uh, say if she saw you now, but what advice would you give her? Um, I think that kind of to further what we were talking about kind of um you really need to I mean I I did just say that I like plan out my days but as when I was younger I used to plan out my life like five ten years in advance like I used to be like okay and I'm gonna get engaged when I'm 25 and then when I'm 27 I'm gonna get married and have a kid at 28 like and my mom used to always tell me like you need to stop doing that because when when it doesn't happen you're gonna be so upset when like it's really not that big of a deal. And um, so I would definitely reinforce that piece of advice. Like it, you really need to stop. Like it gives me, it gives me so much um, anxiety when people are like, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year mm-hmm. plan? It's like, well, like, you know, I really just am trying to like take it day by day. Yes. Think of the future in a way that's exciting and like think about what I can achieve next, but five years it's, it can be discouraging if you reach that five-year mark and you're not where you are. So where, or where you, where you wish that you would have been. So yeah, I think I would tell her to kind of, again, like you said, like bask in the moment, mm-hmm. appreciate, um, like appreciate stillness and appreciate that you have like such a, a relatively like easy life, so to speak, when you're young and you have you know, not as many commitments and, um, and yeah, cause, cause I think otherwise you're really not going to appreciate every day for what it is. And you're just going to constantly be thinking about, you know, way, way in advance, which, which you will never be able to achieve that if you're not focusing on what you're doing day to day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, so where can people find you? Do you want to give so, your handle or all that stuff? Mm-hmm. So our website is marketgallery.com. Market spelt with no vowels, so M-R-K-T. And the Instagram is market, M-R-K-T, dot gallery. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to add that we haven't touched on? I think that's it. Yeah. Such a great – that was like such a – well-led conversation great yeah i mean it's it's fun to just be able to sit here and talk yeah